Mr. Pop. Dark. When the little birds are nasty, and I listen to them too, there's two lonesome people in the whole wide world. That's me and the man in the moon. Hello, welcome to Miss Tonic University Radio, a podcast exploring fantasy flights, games, Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm Ben, and today we're talking about the perfect partner for every investigator in the game. Who do each of them really want to be paired with? Who complements them or enhances their existing talents? Uh, and by perfect har- partner, I of course mean their Pokemon partner. Uh, now you may be wondering why Ben am doing the intro. Well, unfortunately, Dane was unavailable because, and I quote, What's a Pokemon? And Dan tragically had a time conflict. Uh, he said he needed to ride his bike and get a taco in the real outside. Then he proceeded to ask why I wasn't playing Elden something. I think he mispronounced Arceus, uh, which I am playing. So joke's on you, Dan. And uh, to permanently replace these two, as they are very unreliable, I've recruited uh, two of my good friends and fellow Pokemon and Arkham enthusiasts. Allow me to introduce you to my very good, some would say best friend and lover of underdogs like ice types and rogues, Nick. Hello. And with him, I have die-hard Bobblesword lover and cooperative game enthusiast, Gemma. Hey, happy to be here. So quick, can you uh, give the fans your qualifications for talking about Pokemon? I mean, Arkham Horror the Card Game. I've been playing Pokemon, I mean, Arkham Horror the Card Game since 1996 when it came out. I mean, um, I've played uh, basically every rogue. No, that's also not true. Yeah. Um. So I can name at least 800 Pokemon. At least, what that's... are there, 960 now? Yeah, that's I almost all the Pokemon. Right? That's basically passing. Also, I played Arkham with you once, and it was a blast. He hated it. That is a way someone would describe it. So, <laughs> we have a lot of investigators to go over, uh, especially because I've included all the investigators from the 1920s Arkham games in this list. Uh, okay, not Unfathomable or Barkham or the Prologue investigators, but that still leaves us with 58, uh, which is a lot, but there's uh, 905 Pokemon to choose from, uh, not counting all their ridiculous alternate forms in, in Jazz. But I, So I think we're going to find the perfect Mon for each investigator, uh, and not just because we have a spreadsheet ready to go. So uh, let's get started. Uh, so first up is Agatha Crane. She is the parapsychologist. Uh, Nick, can you define that for me real quick? Um, it's a psychologist that has a pair of scissors. Ooh, that's close. It's actually, it's actually someone that studies unorthodox scientific psychology, like hypnosis and telepathy. So I feel like a lot of these answers are going to end up being like psychotypes or dark types because of Arkham themes. But I think we, we were talking about Hatterny or maybe Hypno? I think Hypno is definitely the one to go with because we're talking about hypnosis, hypnosis and like telepathy and things like that. And if anyone has ever watched the first season of Pokemon and seen that one episode where Hypno makes that little girl think she's a Magikarp, you know, I think they would just be saying that we are right on that one. Uh, I don't remember that one, but it sounds terrifying. They lost like 30 kids, I think, in Celadon City. Pokemon gets dark, uh, just like I'm a horror <laughs> game. They're equal levels of dark, really. Uh, oh, true. Up next, I got Agnes Baker, the waitress. Just like Psyduck in the anime, Agnes hurts herself and does psychic damage to things. So I thought that fit all pretty well. Uh, when I made a deck, uh, I actually named the deck Agnes the Psyduck, so I thought that worked pretty well. Do you think Psyduck has horrible memories from its previous life of being a witch? Probably. That's probably why it turns into that uh, Golduck with a thing on its head. Let's move on. Akachi is a shaman, and she's known for talking with uh, ghosts all the time. So we are thinking Spirit Tomb, because Spirit Tomb, you often have a quest where you have to go and find a bunch of ghosts uh, spread out through the world in some way or talk to people. And, you know, and it's extremely tedious. It is very tedious. And you remember know, that Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> and, we, and we haven't uh, we haven't seen her advanced form yet, but I can only assume her advanced weakness requires you to put uh, 108 charges on it to not get that penalty. So perfect fit. Amanda Sharp is the student. The Seekers are very hard because they all do the same thing. But uh, uh, we were thinking like a nerdy Pokemon, like Blipbug. Big old spectacles. Or I assume that it looks like their eyes are spectacles. I mean, it's like a bookworm, which could work for like five other Seekers. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it works Looks for Amanda. You know, she, she has a low level stats, but she can kind of do some studying to get better. And she eventually evolves into like a, a big psychic alien bug, which is kind of like Amanda because she's probably a fish person or at least she dreams um, about it there's also the um there's actually there's 
Putin is a class in Pokemon, isn't it? Oh yeah. Maybe some Pokemon they use in that, but I mean, Maybe, like, it's usually like this. It's like small kids that you have like whatever the basic Route Two Pokemon is usually, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda's a little bit better than the Route Two Pokemon, I think. Some would say she's incredibly good. Ash can Pete. He is a hobo. I mean, sorry, he's a drifter. Uh, he plays a guitar, and he's the sidekick to Duke. Is his name really Ashcan? Uh, it's quote unquote Ashcan. Oh. So I don't know what his actual name is. It might be in his backstory. I only recently <laughs> learned that Mateo has a last name by looking at his backstory. Hurtier is uh was was the scroungy mutt that I thought would be best for Ashcan Pete for when Duke goes off on his solo adventures. I I agree. I also love Hurtier. And it's big furry. Uh, do you know when you ride around in it? I had no idea it was that large in uh, Sun and Moon. So oh. you can just picture Ashcan Pete on top of the uh, giant Pokemon. Oh, yeah, on top of Stoutland. It's final oh, is it Stoutland? Oh, no! Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, there, You're going to cut a... this, right? No. Uh, <laughs> I already have to cut like 20 uhs in awkward spaces, so it's too late. <laughs> I mean, anything oh. else is going in the video. Bob Jenkins is a salesman. This one was tricky because I'm trying to think what Pokemon would be good at selling stuff. And I, I don't know. I couldn't really think of anything. I'm telling you, I was going with the Lolan Meowth. It's just kind of a little sneezy looking, but it's kind of cute. And you kind of want to give it a fish. So I think that would work for Bob Jenkins. Bob Jenkins, I also kind of picture as a Saul Goodman, a yeah, Saul Goodman type. Maybe that would have helped Nick <laughs> come up with something. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my pick was hit for him was Garbodor because he like in the game he likes collecting a bunch of random items that don't do anything and and try to sell them pass them off to people and Dan uh, who's of course been uh, excommunicated from the podcast for biking his headcanon for Bob was always that he wants to buy a boat with all his money and Gigamax Garbodor has a giant toy boat stuck in it so <laughs> it's basically perfect. Speaking of perfect matches, uh, Calvin Wright, who is haunted, which is not a profession, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe actually, uh, is there like one of those ghost story about what he did before he was haunted? Um, almost die. <laughs> that's that's uh, mm. uh, I glanced at his backstory. He he almost died, but uh, he and he had like a vision of the world ending and his his love dying. So he like pulled the darkness inside of him to to press forward and be able to fight for a future which again not a profession so I, I i couldn't use that to steal from him he in the game he like hurts he as he gets injured uh he becomes stronger because like he, you know he's fighting to survive i feel like there's a lot of pokemon that do that but we didn't write any of them down uh we have malamar because his life gets flipped turned upside down and that's what you do with inke you gotta flip your your 3ds over to turn to Malamar, he does. It, it does. It does no contrary, right? It's his ability where like it reverses all stat changes, and yeah. norm and normally, uh, you know, an Arkham being take, taking damage and sanity is bad, but Calvin kind of flips that around and makes it good. All right, it's a perfect fit, as we yeah. said. Yeah, Carolyn Fern is a psychologist, um, but, not so a but not a para one. Which I originally thought hypno because she probably does hypnosis. That's probably like a legit psychology thing in the nineteen twenties. Mm. Um, but you guys had a different suggestion. Definitely um, a Pokemon that can feel emotions and how their trainer is feeling. You got a Ralts or even any of the, the line, but Ralts are just, they just sense emotions around them. So I thought that that would be best. I also, um, I think if we did Hatterny there, but Hatterny also doesn't like it when um, people have too many emotions or are too loud and they would probably beat you to death. So maybe not good for a psychologist's office. It might be okay in the 1920s. Uh, you know, yeah. but I guess we want to strive to be better than the 1920s. So, oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, up next is Carson Sinclair. He's not in the card game yet, but I'm sure he will be at some point because they only have like 10 left not in the game. Uh, but he's a butler, so this was an easy one. In D2D, it's one of the newer Pokemon. The male one is definitely just a butler. I Very assume cute. He, just, he just has an assistant butler. I guess he could have the female in D2D so that there's a maid, so... That matches up better. I don't know. Yeah. Charlie Kane is a fan favorite. I think it says his name is fun to say. I don't know. I'm not sure. Charlie Kane. But he's a politician. He's generally known for being like social and smoking a cigar. Um, so I, I voted for uh, Weezing, specifically Galler Weezing, uh, who is the ridiculous giant Doug Dimadone hat and like a uh, poofy mustache of, of smog or whatever, or anti-smog. 
Yeah, I thought that worked pretty well because, it, yeah, like you said, the top hat and the uh, you mentioned the cigars, the smoke around them. Perfect fit. Uh, ridiculous Pokemon for what I'm sure is going to be uh, a, cra- a ridiculous investigator. Daisy Walker is the librarian. Another one of the seekers that is basically the same backstory of reading books. I thought that the um, the Rowlet line worked pretty well. Um, felt like the uh, owls have a strong, like, makes you think of libraries. I don't know. That's not the right way to put it, but... <laughs> I mean, owls kind of represent, like, wisdom and, and knowledge, yeah. right? Yeah. Any of the owl Pokemon could maybe work. But Rowlet is cute. His yeah. best friend. It is friend-shaped. Perfect bowling ball. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, it's no. I think you're thinking of uh, Sfeel, who somehow didn't make it on this list at all, tragically. Oh no! Yeah, there's no, like, bowling investigators, or, or rescuers known for rolling around a lot, so MJ MJ and the team at FFG uh, should probably get on fixing that right away, I think, so. Uh, yeah, so Rowlet for Daisy seems, seems solid. Daniela Reyes, who's a mechanic, and I think Nick, uh, Nick suggested that uh, Clink worked for her, because she's like a gearhead, right? Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. There's, there's, there's some other mechanical Pokemon, but that seems, that seems good, you know. Yeah, I think we're most on the nose. You know, I realized I forgot to put the disclaimer at the beginning that I am 100% pronouncing every single name here correctly, and no <laughs> one can question me on that. So, Daryl Simmons is the photographer. This one, I, uh, we just put Rotom in because Rotom turns into a bunch of stuff, including a camera. I'm pretty sure there's a whole game where he's a camera. He's Sun- a camera slash Pokedex. Yeah. I think Pokedex. Yeah. Yeah, and Sun and Moon, he's definitely a Pokedex, but I think he also like use them to do fake pokemon snap at like three points in the game or something so yeah i think it's like one of those first towns daryl needs a camera and why not a fancy future pokemon camera that'll help him take pictures of the Cthulhu's. if rotom takes a picture of something horrifying does rotom go insane i think it, it bared witness to it so mm. i would say yes mm, that could be a problem for a ghost thing that could turn into any electronic device Ooh, might be a, a secret weapon of cthulhu all right dexter drake he's a magician I put Alakazam on here, or maybe Kadabra, uh, specifically because there was a whole uh, there's a whole uh, controversy with Kadabra was based off of like a real life magician, and I think he like sued the Pokemon Company uh, for using his likeness. And I'm sure Dexter bends spoons, although I guess there's no evidence of that. Hmm. Mm. Dexter was also a war veteran, which I didn't factor into this at all. Um, <laughs> oh. But you know. I think you there, there's a war in like the 1990s that involves bending spoons. I think in the she, Matrix. So, do you have a right to then? The only experience with the war I know of is uh, Lieutenant Surge, who had a right to. Does that mean that it's like standard issue in the military? I'm flabbergasted. So this man was a war veteran, and he said, "You know, after the war, I think I'm just I just really want to saw people in half." Like, is that the kind of magician he is? Um. <laughs> he's uh i think he's more of like a con artist type musician um or not musician magician does he pull rabbits out of hats we could have did law punny oh man you really want to put that on here don't you uh <laughs> <laughs> there's no evidence of what tricks he does he does elaborate illusions and cunning stage tricks um this could have been your mr mime actually but no yes i was no. you told me i couldn't do mr mime no. alakazam let's move it moving on uh, Daniela Stanley, um, she's the redeemed cultist. We couldn't really think of a Pokemon that was like joined a cult by accident and then escaped. <laughs> so I went with the art. Uh, she's holding in all her art. She's holding a giant candle. So we give her Litwick, who's a little ghost candle Pokemon. Very cute. It's also a little bit purple, and she is purple. So her looser class. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think I took that into account too often. I didn't at all. Uh, I have it on this <laughs> I have it on this spreadsheet as a reminder a little bit about what they do in the game, but uh, not really. They don't really factor in. So Father Matteo, he is the priest. Uh, he actually has a last name that I'm going to pronounce correctly: uh, Castile, Castile, Castile. Final answer. And his thing is he's he's blessed. He is his fate. His faith is constantly being uh, challenged by uh, people in Mexico. I think and yes. And he also has some runs in with snake cults because he came out into the Forgotten Age. Um, so we thought he needed a very strong Pokemon that could deal with snakes, which is, of course, Zangoose. Yeah, Zangoose. Anti Viper Pokemon. Perfect. And it's a Mongoose, which doesn't tie into Mateo at all, but, you know, it's a funny animal. Uh, <laughs> so Zangoose, Father Mateo, perfect partners. Finn Edwards is the bootlegger. 
this one we tr- had trouble with because Pokemon that steal stuff or that like transport stolen goods, they gotta be kind of fast. You have like Weavile on here, Klefki because he uses lockpicks, Spinda in case he's d- t- drinking his own uh, supply. <laughs> which I don't think he can do because his willpower is very low. So if he tries to use Liquid Courage... Uh, Isn't that like a staple in his deck usually? I think liquid, I tried to without liquid it. Liquid Courage? I, I think wrong so. One. There's another alcohol card that name that's name I'm escaping. That's like the bottle that you smash and it becomes a weapon. Did you try oh, to use oh, it? And it, it, gives, it gives you plus willpower and then you smash it and it becomes a weapon. Maybe that was it. Sour Mash. Tennessee Sour, Sour Mash. So I guess he can use that alcohol, but he definitely can't use Liquid Courage. He can give it to other people, though. Uh, we also have Gengar on here. Why is that? I don't oh, because our, our, <laughs> friend, our friend, not Podcast Dan, suggested that he kind of looks like a 1920s mobster guy, which Finn kind of fits in with. But it looks like our final answer here is Spiro, because I think Spiro is mm-hmm. known for transporting stuff, and he's kind of fast and sneaky. I think it's because you didn't want to give me my favorite Pokemon and my favorite investigator with Weavile. That's possible. Or maybe second favorite investigator i don't know it's up in the air yeah i don't think we picked weval for anybody spoilers uh for anyone that was trying to play along uh so we got george barnaby not in the card game yet he's a lawyer his backstory is he kind of goes around and fights for truth and justice and after oh shoot i forget who it was it was his wife i think his wife was murdered of course it was his wife. Yeah, yeah you know i i went through the backstories there's only like two or three dead wives that's like it's enough buddy <laughs> And we didn't use Rotom Frost once. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after his wife tragically dies, I think he goes on a murder justice spree. I assumed it was the law, but it looked like from his Eldritch story, he's, he's just killing people. Uh, so my vote was Braviary, because um, it's like the America, uh, the Pokemon.com. Um, and also it's a bird of prey that murders stuff. Okay, but if you want the right answer, picture this. It's a big old man. He's in front of the court and he's like, well... I'm not a big city lawyer, but... And he's all animated and serious. And behind him is a tiny little pink mime junior reenacting everything he does at the same time, but tiny and cute and perfect. And that's why his partner Pokemon is actually a mime junior. That's a, it's an interesting take. You know, uh, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to see what happens if Bravery goes against Mime Jr. in the next court of law. Wait, um, hold on. He also uh, mimes out the murders. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm not... I'm No, I'm staying right here. Gloria Goldberg, so she's an author. Uh, we give her unknown because unknown write stuff. They also do a lot of foreshadowing in the movies and the games. And I'm not sure if foreshadowing is not the right word, but they're 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 they give you very direct clues to what you need to do. Yeah. In the game and in the card game, Gloria uh, like manipulates the encounter deck and sometimes gets clues. So it's kind of like unknown, trying to uh, direct you away from disaster. What was the plot of the third Pokemon movie? You can't ask us that. I've watched th- like the first 13 and I only remember the plots of the first two. So okay. I can't help you en- there. Okay, Entei so was there and he talked and it was awesome because Entei was my favorite Pokemon at the time. I know that. But it wasn't a real Entei. It was like created by the unknown because the unknown was fulfilling the little girl's wish. And then it's like in a house and the house gets all changed from the unknown. And then Ash goes in and all of a sudden she's a woman. Oh, and Ash it's all it. really confusing. Well, that's kind of like Gloria. She is kind of confusing to play because I don't think <laughs> nobody knows. I think nobody knows what I'm doing when I'm playing her. So <laughs> I just know I don't get bad treacheries. So yeah, and it's pretty nice. Uh, Gloria overpowered. I think we ranked her very highly on the tier- <laughs> investigator tier list we did a couple weeks ago. Which people should check out on YouTube or uh, if you listen to podcasts, like wherever you listen to this podcast, go back like two or three episodes and you listen to the investigator tier list. There is no contentious picks. Everything's perfect. Hank Sampson is the farmhand. Uh, he's like a big, he's not on the card yet, but I think he's like just like a big, strong, but kind of dumb guy. I think he's like kind of oblivious to how scary the Cthulhu's are. And that's like how he survives. I don't big think a ten- energy. Yeah, basically. He has a pitchfork probably in his art. I don't know. I'll probably put it up on the video. I went with like the big, strong farm animals, uh, you know, Miltank, uh, Buffalant, Buffalant. I don't know how to pronounce that one. Buffalant. But Tauros is like kind of the standard one there. Harvey Walters. He's a professor. Uh, this one I kind of did a deep pool. Uh, Oranguru, uh is basically known for like teaching other Pokemon stuff, and it looks like an old man. So yeah, definitely looks like it's like a very wise Pokemon. I think that fits even not knowing that background. Yeah. He's like an old man orangutan, right? I guess he has Guru yeah. in his name too. That's his old jet. Oh yeah. Thing. I just oh, know when I was 
endlessly cycling through Dynamax adventures. He seemed like he was terrible. He was actually secretly very good because you could make him use the super effective move of whatever your best Pokemon was twice a turn, which was was crucial. Yeah. Jacqueline Fine, or Jacqueline, uh, she's the psychic. We went with Zatu for this one. Uh, Zatu knows Future Sight, um, and it's known for being like a very powerful future seer. So that's kind of what Jacqueline sees. It's always looking like forward, and I, I think it's pretty unblinking. I don't remember. Something like that, but it really like emphasizes the fact that it, it it's constantly seeing into the future. Oh yeah, Jenny Barnes is the dilettante, uh, the East Silent. I learned very recently. So she's kind of like a rich girl, and she's like kind of off partying in Europe or whatever until her sister disappears, and then she like grabs some guns and gets serious. A couple of fancy Pokemon like Milotic, Lilligant. I didn't know about the um the Europe thing. Um, is there any uh, Gen? Like six? Is Gen Six the France one? Gen Six is French. Seven. Seven. Oh, wait, is you sure? Yeah. X and Y. Gemma. Oh. What were your credentials oh, no. again? Uh. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I think Delicat uh Delicati, which has the first half of Deliton in the name, and it's like a fancy uh floofy cat Pokemon, right? I keep missing all these um these puns that they've been using. Didn't realize. Yeah, Pokemon actually has quite a few puns in a lot of the names. I knew if, there was a lot. If, I just if you look for them, you'll find them. I guess um, if I don't think that there's one, there's probably one I'm not noticing. They're all puns. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're puns or they're two words smashed together that describe what the creature is. Jim Culver? Uh, he's a musician, uh, specifically he plays the trumpet, but also he plays a trumpet and I think it makes ghosts or skeletons kind of come to life and talk to him. So I went with Duskull, which is a Pokemon that is literally a ghost that is a skull. That was a straightforward one. Joe Diamond, Private Eye. This one is tricky. There's no Pokemon that's like specifically a detective. So I have like. Detective Pikachu. Okay, well, no, no, no. Spo- spoilers for the final answer, Gemma. Dete- detective Pikachu, yeah. Uh, that, that, is, that is our final answer here. I uh, could have gone like Watchog or Hoot Hoot or Arduino, Pokemon that are known to have like really good eyesight or hearing. But obviously, there was an entire movie where Pikachu was a detective, and you have to have the uh, mascot on this list, I guess. It's also possible that Joe Diamond just runs around with um, Ryan Reynolds. I don't think Joe Diamond's been voiced in any game yet, so it's you know it's very possible he's around Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh. Ryan Reynolds is in everything. Like every time I see a new movie on like Netflix or something, it's like, oh, Ryan Reynolds is in this. Interesting. I don't know. What I wonder he's if doing. he's get all the money for Deadpool three. He does need to raise that money so they could pay for the whole movie so that it can be rated <laughs> R uh, and not be completely Disneyfied. But you know, that'll be fine. Uh, Kate Winthrop, Winthrop, she's a scientist, and she's not in the card game yet. I assume she'll be a seeker, but uh, usually she she's like a uh, specifically I think she's a chemist in her backstory and like kind of randomly dabbles in like completely different subject matters. So she's like a standard B movie science person where they know like a million subjects. I think she like does a chemistry experiment and she also is associated with like she has like a flux stabilizer in a lot of the games. It's like her item that like makes monsters go away or, or dashes monsters away. Uh, but we didn't do any of that. We just went with a book that's created with science uh, of cast form. Which, and it's like chemistry, right? Yeah. Mother well, has chemicals. What about uh, Mr. Mime? <laughs> I'm not, I'm, no, I'm being serious because then you can, because you said they banish things away. They can set up barriers. Would that be equivalent? Why can't Mr. Mime be on this list? Why do I, you hate me? Have you, so that movie that we talked about one person ago, Detective Pikachu, uh, you remember Mr. Mime was in that and it was an Eldritch Abomination. Like Mr. Mime could be like Cthulhu or if we, if we if we do like perfect Pokemon for each yeah, Elder God, you know, he'll be like most of them. All right. Fine. <laughs> um, Leo, uh, or as everybody else knows him, Larry Anderson is an expedition leader. His story is he uh, looks exactly like the main actor in Apocalypse Now. And he goes into the jungles a lot with a big team. And like basically everyone dies except uh, his one friend who has a name jake no that's ursula's useless friend mitch so and he always comes so he always comes back with just barely surviving what pokemon like kind of start in groups and maybe end up just by themselves so i suggested uh wishy-washy because they uh starts in the group um and then you kill off all the friends and there's one little one left yeah and it barely survives the one i was thinking was uh from the new game that i mentioned i was playing already uh Basque legion is the Hisuian version of Basculin, and this is a fish that kind of just starts off as like a regular useless fish, but in order to evolve it has to really get brutalized 
and I think it absorbs the spirits of its companions that like don't make it, <laughs> don't survive, uh, and then it becomes like a big, big bulky tough fish. And uh, yeah, I mean that's that, that kind of fits that kind of fits Leo. Also, I think it's blue, isn't it? No, it's not. It's red. Uh, I think it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's red and green. Hmm. All right, <laughs> Lily Chen, uh, martial artist. There's a lot of like fighting type Pokemon, but she, her deal is she's a martial artist, but she also like is very disciplined. You know, she meditates a lot, focuses on her inner self, uh, inner mind. So I like uh, the idea of Mianfu or Mianxiao because um, they're just kind of like really, um, what word am I looking for? Zen. Yeah, they're just very Zen looking fighting type Pokemon. So those were my first pick. Yeah, I leaned more towards uh, Medicham because basically the same reason. They're they're a fighting type, but yeah, they kind of meditate and they're they're very chill. Is there some mechanical ability? Ah, what's Lily's mechanics in the card game? Is like she has like a bunch of different discipline cards that like she can like do a big burst of power, but then she becomes weaker for a little while. Hyperbeam, <laughs> like hyperbeam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but do any of these Pokemon learn hyperbeam? That'll be the tiebreaker. There's other there's other moves like it, but I think they're all the starter ones. I think there's like starter type versions of hyperbeam. Is there like superpower or focus blast or one of those like it boosts your stats and then you and then it, or it drops your stuff afterward? Well, it's one of these guys. Minichan, Mindfu. Either one works. Lola, who I did not write the last name of in this list, I just noticed. Uh, Lola Hayes, I think is her last name. It's not Lola Santiago. Okay, the good card. But Lola is an actress. She can do a lot of different things, but maybe not quite as good as other people. Uh, at least if you ask ask us. Uh, other people, uh, there, there's some people that really like Lola, so you know maybe we're sleeping on her. But like Ditto was my, the thing that came to mind for me. They get uh, Ditto can be all of the different types, so like that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he can transfer everything, but also in the anime, he's like not quite perfect at all those things. Like he still has the <laughs> stupid goofy Ditto face. That's a lot like Lola. Uh, the other other ones I had on here was like Mimic Mimikyu, because it's a Pokemon that like tries to dress up as a popular Pokemon and pretend to be popular. Kind of like Lola. I can't dunk on Lola too much, but the final dunk on Lola is uh, Furfro, <laughs> which is a poodle Pokemon that in the games you can like give it a bunch of different hairstyles, which doesn't do anything uh, to it to make it not a normal type useless Pokemon. Uh, and it's French. It's a very French Pokemon, and Lola is also French. So, I think Furfro is a perfect fit for her. Perfect. Uh, Luke Robinson is the dreamer. I, I think that's also not a profession. Do you know anyone? <laughs> do you know anyone that like you ask them what they do? They say I'm a dreamer. Well, some people call them the space cowboy. <laughs> you know the song? He says he's a dreamer in it. All right, you know uh... what. <laughs> So we went with uh, Muna, uh, the Muna line, because there was the whole thing in Gen 5, I believe, around the dream world. Yeah, there, yeah. Was, like, there was like a dream world online web game, I think, or maybe it was through Pokemon, like the Nintendo network. I don't know, but it definitely like you used Muna to go to sleep, and that's like how you got like the good forms of, of Landorus and, and Thunderous and stuff, like the ones that aren't uh, dumb looking. So, you know? Yeah. That seems like Luke's good at that um he he's a teleporter yeah he's 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 the one that teleports into his dream gate and like pops in and out of the dream zone all the time yeah know? so like bringing you into dream world you're going to the yeah. and oh and he like breaks the rules of the game and isn't therian form landorus like notoriously uh extremely overpowered in like competitive pokemon or something yeah it's, usually, it's pretty much always a staple of uh ou yeah, so I mean that wouldn't exist if we didn't have Muna to dream zone us into whatever the current gen's uh spin-off side game you had to do is, so you know. Oh, didn't it like use AR technology too? Like you had to like use the very bad AR technology on the DS to like take pictures of them or something? That's familiar. Didn't you also get cards and stuff to do that? Maybe. I don't know. Pokemon oh, is always God. doing weird stuff. Um speaking of doing weird stuff though, Mandy Thompson, researcher. <laughs> woman that knows how to draw lots of cards and wear a couple different hats and be incredibly strong her backstory researcher is like she's like a student i think still is she a student she may already have a phd uh she's somewhere in the academic field but she's like has a good memory she can follow lots of patterns for some reason most of these suggestions are not related to that at all though Gemma, can you explain this I don't want to. <laughs> uh, so I can um, I can explain one of them. So um, 
as uh, Mandy is you can have a different size deck if you want to. Well, if you want to go with a MUR um, signature deck, you can go with 90 card Mandy and oh. just stuff the deck full <laughs> of uh, cards. And it's just like Snorlax. Uh, an overstuffed deck. Snorlax uh, so <laughs> who stuffs itself with food. Um, uh... Remember, MUR sanctioned 90 card Mandy. I guess that's technically true, because, I mean, uh, previous hosts that abandoned us, uh, abandoned me to, to not be on this episode, might uh, vote against that, but I guess, you know, you know we're putting a new path forward. It looks like our final answer here was Porygon, though, um, because it is a Pokemon that was, like, studied and created by, uh, by people, so, and it is, uh, you know, it's like a computer Pokemon, you use computers for research, and perfect fit. Uh, also, it had that one notorious Pokemon episode where it like did a crazy pattern thing and uh, gave a bunch of people seizures. So, some and some people when they see Mandy show up to a table, do foam with the mouth. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, uh, you know, Mandy takes very long turns. <laughs> so she's got a lot of cards and she does lots of stuff. Marie Lambeau, uh, she's an entertainer. Uh, specifically, I believe she's known for singing. And in mechanically in the game, she kind of messes around with Doom a lot. So there's lots of Pokemon that sing, like Altaria, uh, Primaria, sing. Lapras, I think, is known for singing. I think Lapras also has um, Parish song. Yeah, I didn't it think does. about that Ooh, before. But, that's um, true. That's also like a Doom bringing song. Mistrevis also it's has. Yeah, a couple. I mean, a couple are gonna have Parasong. That is a good call. Lapras also is like its Gigamax form. I think it has a very useless uh, singing power. Uh, is like its Gigamax move or something. I don't remember. I didn't look it up. And yeah, but there's lots of music Pokemon. Uh, I think the main one though is Jigglypuff, notorious from the anime, right? It's uh, it sings. Everyone falls asleep, and then it gets really mad and draws everyone's face. That's kind of like Marie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Except it's a little bit reversed than Marie. It's Marie, it's like you accidentally mess up and make the agenda advance like five turns early, and then your friends uh, never write to you again because they don't want you to play Arkham with you anymore. So, <laughs> Mark Harrigan is the soldier. His backstory once again features a uh, dead wife, and also his card gameplay features that. He is a soldier, so like Raichu would kind of fit in, if we're going to pick the one, uh, <laughs> the one person that references there being a war in the Pokemon world and being part of it uh it's pokemon uh frostlass is kind of like frostlass is like a ghost of a woman that like i think she like froze to death it's based on like definitely a a lore monster that's also in DD that i think i used you on, on you guys at a DD campaign at one point but the final pick we have here is octillery because octillery is like uh basically like a turret pokemon and mark walks around with like a tommy gun type thing uh from his war days uh, I guess he could, if if Dan was here, he would be like, oh no, you should use Remoraid, because Remoraid is like a little tiny uh, Colt 32 or whatever that Mark likes to use, Dan likes to use with Mark, but I don't know, I think Artillery fits more. Did you guys have any last minute spiky, spicy picks? I think, like, there was an episode of the anime where um, there was like a ghost of a woman who was waiting for someone, and then it turned out to be a Ninetales, yeah. mm. so... I also that's that's one I would I would put it was probably nine tails. Uh, unfortunately, his wife is definitely dead. Um, oh. Probably not a nine tails. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like some type of Cthulhu like exploded out of her or something. R really Ooh. not great. Yeah, rough rough Super times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, ne I never liked that one. It happened to me. Uh, Michael McGlynn, not, not in the card game yet. Uh, he's a gangster. Yeah, uh, thought that a hunchcrow fit pretty well. Definitely a mobster style Pokemon. Yeah, it's got like the weird. It's kind of. It looks like kind of like it's wearing like the big, floppy nineteen twenties mobster hat, and it's like a dark type, right? And gangsters are notorious for being birds as well. I think birds and dames. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That that is the term. Minty Fawn. She is a secretary. This one was like maybe the toughest one on the list. Yeah. I liked uh, the idea of like Audino helping out. Um, they are like you know like chancy but not but they are very helpful so i thought that like a secretary to the secretary or even gardevoir would make a very adorable secretary and be very helpful because psychic abilities yeah my friend darkwing dan suggested charizard for some reason he had a very confusing explanation about uh, charizard would look very funny wearing like little secretary glasses and sitting in a chair 
was uh, right. Uh, our friend Matt suggested like one of the Pokemon that's notorious for like being the one that learns all the HM moves in the earlier games. And in the remake of Diamond and Pearl, uh, they got rid of HMs, which are tedious moves that you have to use. To, well, not tedious, but they're they're moves that you, help you advance on the map. And you people had to waste Pokemon slots on them. And now it's just Bidoof does them all. So I went with Bidoof. You know, it likes to help out, which is what Min does. She hands out school cards, draws cards, and gets lots of clues. So There's a whole like uh, short anime thing about Bidoof helping people out. Is there? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, the one that came out recently, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was right. And it has the the Star Raptor in it, that, like pieces the heck out of there. Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, Monterey Jack, our classic not Indiana Jones character. Um, Are we talking about cheese? Uh, no. Uh, he actually his name is that because he had uh, was it jaundice or something? He he had some illness as a child, and it made him look a little bit like cheese. So all the other children obviously made fun of him and called him Monterey Jack. I don't know his Are actual you... name. Is he lying? I don't know. <laughs> this, no, this, this, this is an actual fact. It was a trivia question that we got wrong at Arkham Knights because uh, we I'm didn't know it. I think, oh, I think it, not jaundice, but he had, he had some um, ailment as a child. And it, that's, that's why he's called Monterey. Oh, um, yeah. You're probably right. Something like that turns your your skin color different. Now I feel bad. Now I feel like a bully. Let's just uh, keep going. Well, no. First, we have to talk about his Pokemon. So he's archaeologist. So I kind of thought of Pokemon that you like find in like ruins or whatnot. Sinesti is like an ancient piece of pottery and a ghost. But uh, I think we went, I went with Galar Yamask or maybe, maybe Galar Kafarigas. Uh, yeah. Is that how you say it? Um, I think it might just be Runarigas at that point. Oh, oh it's yeah. Runarigas, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like a big, like ancient tablet that's uh, a ghost possesses. I don't remember. Is it as spooky as the regular Yamask? That's like somebody that died and turned into a Pokemon now carries around its face. Uh, I don't remember the actual. uh, I don't remember any the Pokédex entry for it, but it definitely. um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like a different form of uh, someone's (laughs) dead uh, face or. It has like it's like a tablet almost instead of um yeah so it's like a dead book probably that's much scarier (laughs) a dead book that's a ghost now oh man all right yeah so gal aruna regus perfect for monterey jack uh nathaniel cho is a boxer hitmonchan is also a boxer yeah that was pretty straightforward one what's the gen 5 pokemon that's not hitmonchan oh it's like throw and and sock those don't work oh yeah there's also um because we need to get more ice Pokemon into this. Um, <laughs> the Crab Brawler. Crab Brawler. I completely forget that that exists. Oh, but... it's like the it's based off like the Pistol Shrimp, right? It has like a super powerful blast that comes out of its hand, but now it now it punches stuff. Yeah, that could kind of work. Anyway, Hitmonchan. So Norman Withers uh, is the astronomer. I had Slowking on here because Slowking is like a pensive. Uh, smart old man type thinker that like kind of stares up in this into space a lot and Norman Lizard kind of stares up into space just like I always ask for Mr. Mime I also always ask for Clefairy who is associated with the moon and is super cute and is basically one of the most perfectest uh Pokemon ever if Bulbasaur didn't exist didn't wasn't Clefairy supposed to be like the original mascot Mas- Pokemon and then they got yeah. Pikachu by accident somehow because <laughs> fat Pikachu was the MVP <laughs> yeah he got a diet but he's back fat pikachu's back in uh the sword and shield that's it's like dynamax one is fat pikachu that's just um, mocking but it looks like it was also that um that norman was more in the stars than the moon so he thought of uh minior the basically yeah. the fallen star pokemon yeah it's like a meteorite right doesn't it also have like does it have like six forms or is it five I think they're yeah, just like, colored yeah unless i'm they're not there's like nothing really different about them i think except for their colors from what i remember but i specifically remember them now from the new pokemon snap like uh you just see them all flitting about in the distance and they're very very cute ah there's seven of them darn it oh it's like a rainbow that makes sense well because because uh norman's backstory is he like sees six stars like mysteriously vanish or six planets so it's like ah good tie in we can just get rid of indigo no one cares about indigo uh patrice <laughs> patrice hathaway is a violinist 
I thought Krikatoon was the perfect fit for this one because it's uh it's like a bug Pokemon that's like actually like a violin. But it's just like a maestro, so it could kind of play or so like help this maestro can really I, turn. Can I make the noise? Also, yes, maestro, maestro. You know, he goes Dilly woo. That is a noise it makes. And it's very annoyingly close to the noise that the shinies make in Legend of Arceus. So Oh I don't like that. I don't like that one and I don't like a Mothrim. Or Mothim makes a similar noise. And, and Bronzor. Too many Pokemon sound too much like shiny Pokemon when they're not. Oh, yeah, it's a clinky clanky noise. And I don't like it. Uh, Preston Fairmont uh, is the millionaire. He's a rich boy that has an inheritance. And I think the top, top suggestion we had was Persian due to Meowth being payday. And it's associated with like Giovanni in the games, who's like a, a rich mobster type. And Preston's dad was like a rich, not mobster, but rich evil cultist type. Part of the Silver Twilight Lodge. Yeah, I think uh, I th- mentioned uh, Sableye because it has uh, the gem eyes and then Mega Sableye carries around the big giant gem. Yeah, it likes its money. Yeah. I like and, and it's like kind of like a, a creeper, right? Uh, which <laughs> is what all rogues and, are. Uh, it's a dark type in <laughs> the rogue pretty well. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, that's also dark oh yeah well in persian maybe that's did, did we pick that from oh, anybody else already no because a little in persian is just unpleasant to look at i, was gonna say, I think the little in persian is the uh it's like the a garfield big, one. yeah like a big garfield all right rex murphy he's a reporter but he is known for being constantly unlucky so the pokemon that's most known for like being associated with bad luck because like appears before disasters and, and people like don't want to be near it is absol which is like a, a dark cat. Is it a cat or a dog? I don't know. It's like a dark, dog. dark animal Pokemon. You know, it's got the spooky vibe. You don't mm. want to be near it. Just like you don't want to be near Rex, because nobody plays Rex anymore. Because he's kind of boring. Um, <laughs> Rita Young is the athlete. Uh, she runs around really fast. That's it. That's what she does. <laughs> she, <laughs> she she runs fast. So like different fast Pokemon like a Selagor or, or Ninjask. Core Bunny because uh, it's athletic. It thinks predominantly soccer but it's so cute and it's fast and it likes to do sporty things like kick yeah that's pretty good i i don't remember if she i think she just runs track or something i don't i don't know if, but she probably was a sports she's 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 gotta be able to run fast so score money is pretty pretty perfect for that mm. roland banks is a fed which is abbreviated federal agent i believe there's a lot of like in the games there's like different like government people um there's a prominent character looker who's like a detective that shows up uh in like four or five like the post games maybe and his partner is a crow gunk uh at least it is early on i think it uh tragically dies at some point spoilers for uh pokemon games from 10 years ago so i went with crow gunk for rolling banks I... in detective pikachu in detective pikachu the guy who is um also a detective he he knew ryan reynolds um he had um shoot the snubble but not Snubble, evolved form Granble. of Snubble. Oh. Granbull! <laughs> yeah, it's like a, that, that could fit with him. It's like it's like grumpy and probably doesn't put up with anybody's nonsense, which is it's kind of Roland's vibe too, so. Yeah. That could work as an alternative. Maybe it replaces the Crow Gunk after it tragically dies. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. Pokemon's a sad, uh, a sad game. There's a lot of darkness and spookiness in there. Safina Rousseau is a painter. Smeargle. Yeah, right. That was pretty record. Yeah, we got nothing to say. Okay, we gotta move on. There's, there's still like there's still like ten more of these or twenty. Oh god. Silas Marsh is a sailor. Uh, <laughs> we went with uh, kind of a big strong water Pokemon, Polyrath. Uh, it, you know, it hangs out on boats. It uh, doesn't have a shirt on, which I guess most people most Pokemon don't have shirts on. But yeah, the uh, only was a uh, Delmise um, mm-hmm. because it also doesn't wear a shirt. That was right. the key feature. That is the exact reason. <laughs> Everyone knows uh, that's what it is known for. So Sister Mary is the nun, and she's known for like kind of being kind of blessed or gives good luck in the card game. She uh, generates blessed tokens and kind of leans into that vibe. There's a bunch of Pokemon associated with luck, uh, like, like Tokabi and, and Blissey and Chimeco or Chimeco, Chimeco. Oh, Chime. It's Chime Echo. Oh, uh, snap. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, but uh, <laughs> the one that is most associated with the good luck is a snow run, actually. Um, and it also kind of looks like it could be wearing like, um, oh shoot, what's the nun hat called? A habit? A habit. Yeah. 
Yeah, it kind of looks like that. So I think that's perfect for Sister Mary. I, uh, I just realized, I'm not sure how, how it is uh, good luck because it involves the Pokemon that then becomes um, someone else's dead wife. So Don't think too much about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think it, don't think too hard, Nick. Um, <laughs> that's not what we're here for today. No, we thought really hard about a lot of this. We also have Shen Ninja on here because it's got like a little halo over its head and it's like a guardian angel type of thing. But Snowrun. Skids O'Toole, the ex-convict. I was really stumped on this one. Just like whenever I try to play Skids, I'm stumped on how to make a deck. Although we do play some interesting Skids decks in the, the parallel series that I did with Harrison, uh, which you also can find on our YouTube channel. Uh, what, what do you guys think for Skids? Well, as you said, you're constantly stumped on how to play. So obviously we went with uh, Phantump. No, um, we thought that uh, Scraggy <laughs> was a pretty good one because it's kind of like the uh, tough guy uh, Pokemon. He's kind of shady. His mother's probably in the hospital in a lot of debt. Maybe he's in with the mob. Maybe that's why he's in the gangs gangs or whatever. Kind of associated with crime. But is he, is he trying to get out? Is Scraggy trying to get out of being a criminal? I believe in Scraggy. Do you? Okay. <laughs> Maybe if he learns like how to use a belt. He'll, that's, how, that's how he'll get out. I don't know. Stella Clark is the letter carrier. Dragonite is, I think, the male person in like, the first Pokemon movie, or male Pokemon. Yeah, right? it uh, might just be fast. for Mewtwo, because I'm not sure if anyone else ever uses um, Dragonite, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. other other things like Delibird, but I don't like Delibird, and it's more of like a Santa Claus Pokemon, so yeah. Dragonite's more fun. It doesn't lead into Stella's constant failure, although if Dragonite delivers mail to Mewtwo, Mewtwo does fail to kill Ash Ketchum, which is a big mistake. So, it all ties together. <laughs> Tommy Muldoon is the rookie cop. Standard basic police Pokemon, I think, in a lot of the games is Growlithe. Yeah. Um, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, if Growlithe's like, not in the game, they do like other like small dog Pokemon, like Lillipup or whatever, but we gave uh, Hurtier already to Ashkin, so Lillipup's out. Tony Morgan is a bounty hunter. This one's kind of tricky. In the game, he uh, like marks targets that, and it gives him benefits against those targets. He gets like an extra action. So I don't know. We kind of lead more into Pokemon that like are known for hunting, uh, like Weavile. I think is notorious. So I remember in um, Gen three when you catch Talo, um, it says that they're basically relentless and they won't stop once they start attacking something. So uh, that's what I went with. I think our final answer, though, is Cramorant, which is a very ridiculous Pokemon that is constantly hunting fish, but occasionally it—what? It's like a—I uh, don't know what the name, what type of bird it's based on, but it's—it's a—it's a big blue bird uh, with a giant beak, kind of like a pelican, maybe. Yeah. Have you uh, seen the gif of the the pelican or whatever that tries to eat the uh, capybara? <laughs> yeah. Well, that is similar to Cramorant because it tries to eat Pikachu a lot, which I do approve of. But, uh, yeah, but it just seems like it's known for hunting, and it will spit. It'll spit out its targets that it eats if it's like too big for its mouth. Uh, and Tony Morgan does, in fact, use projectile weapons. So there we perfect. go. Perfect. Tris Scarborough is a spy. I thought in her backstory she like wore like lots of disguises in her spying, but she's actually like a code breaker. No, even though her art shows her like sneaking around doing stuff. So. I don't know, maybe she gets in the field a lot. There's probably not too many people in her secret organization, so maybe she does a bit of both. Oh, uh, so in uh, the Pokemon Adventures manga, when uh, we meet Blue, she has a ditto, and she uses it on, like, her face to, like, disguise herself and, and sneak around and steal stuff. And I thought that was pretty neat, and that's what I think of when I think of a spy. Does so the, ditto, the ditto transforms in the faces of other people, like the I, like Mission Impossible style face stealing? I, I'm pretty sure, unless I mean it's been a while since I've read it, but I'm pretty sure that's that's what the ditto did. Are you officially saying that the Mission Impossible movies stole this idea from Pokemon? I'm not saying All it. Right. I'm just you heard it here, folks. Gemma is oh, insisting no. that the Mission Impossible movies, in fact, stole this idea. So Pokemon probably, did it first. Probably a lawsuit coming in there. Uh, uh, my other idea, though, was like Intellion, who's like a British spy person. Uh, he's a little bit more James Bond. I don't think Trish is totally James Bond, but it, it, it works a bit. I don't know. I don't know if she's gonna wear dittos on her face. Uh, it might help. It might slow her down getting clues. Ursula Downs is the explorer. 
Um, and in the card game, she's kind of associated with like hunting relics, but she, really she's like a Laura Croft, you know, Indiana Jones type. We have a very diverse set of options here. It looks like a palm, so she has extra hands to hold on to whatever artifacts she needs. I don't know where, the, where this is coming from, but I can like picture an a palm wearing a Indiana Jones like hat. Aww. I don't know if this is something <laughs> I've actually seen before or just now I'm thinking of it. Uh, yeah, I can, so I can picture that too. Maybe that's some memes I wear. I don't know. Um, looks like we have Charmander on here. What was that for? I don't remember that one. Oh, so it could light, oh. light the way. Yeah. Yeah, and it reminds me of, you know, um, the Pokemon games where you play as a Pokemon and um, the Mystery Dungeons. Mystery and Dungeon. it lights away and um, it's a little explorer Pokemon and that's why I thought Ursula. Yeah, it could work. That could work. It looks like we have LGM here, which is like a an alien Pokemon. So like the Forbidden, that we the movie we don't talk about that Indiana Jones is in. <laughs> kind of ties into that. <laughs> also, I guess also all Cthulhu's are basically aliens. Or maybe we're the aliens, because some of them have been were here first. But it looks like a final answer is uh, Golurk, which is like a ancient golem Pokemon. It's like a hand by a ghost that was created by an ancient civilization. So like it's it's a relic uh, of the past. So that seems like something she'd be into. Vincent Lee is a doctor, so he gets Chansey, because uh, that's the Pokemon that is in every single Pokemon Center in the anime or Blissey. Uh, it's evolution. It's, uh, oh. Wait a second, I'm sorry, I have to make an addendum before okay. someone finds me and beats me up. Um, remember when I was talking about Ditto? Yeah. The character that owns Ditto is green, not Ooh, blue. Wow. Green is the girl. Embarrassing. Just, I know. I just don't need someone to get like really mad and come find me. Do not come find me. I'm I don't wanna I Well it's I'm perfect sad. because Trish is a uh, rogue, so she's green. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Wendy Adams is the urchin. Again, not a profession. Why are there like three? Why are there like three of these that don't have professions? And the rest of them are are that. I guess they're like archetypes. Sometimes I don't know. Uh, but you know, her deal is uh, her dad is missing slash uh, probably dead at sea, and her mom is committed to the asylum. So she lived in the or orphanage for a while and then went out on her own. And she's kind of sad about it. It was a whole tragic parent backstory thing. This is one of many we have Drifloon waiting on. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, Drifloon is known for like luring children and like floating away with them, I feel like Wendy might be a little bit smarter than that, though. I would want to hold Drifloon's hand. Jello, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a great suggestion, and you uh, didn't seem to be so keen on it. But um, since she's an urchin, I went with the uh, sea urchin Pokemon Pincurchin. That's true, I mean, and to be fair, I think we did use that for some other ones. I think my, uh, I have Mimikyu on here because it's again a Pokemon that's like kind of lost and wandering around. But Cubone was the one I was going for because it's tragic baby Pokemon that wears like the skull of its mother on its face. Just like Wendy. It is just like Wendy. Uh, I mean, I guess she has like her mother's amulet that she wears around her neck, but it's like basically the same thing as a skull. Basically. Uh, William York, the gravedigger uh, slash failed uh, Shakespearean actor. Uh, or maybe he's still trying, but he, he's digging holes right now. So he figured we need someone to help him dig holes so that he can practice his uh, Hamlet. This Drillbur, the Drillbur line, which are like these diggy mole guys. And Doug Trio, I think people remember, is uh, things that tunnel around and are maybe super buff men underneath their heads. I don't know. I really hope not. I hope that the little nugget that we see is it. There's no legs. There's no nothing. It just, we don't know how it moves. Actually, how about thousands of tiny little feet? Oh, that's, I think that's much worse. That's kind, like of, that's kind of bad too. I and mean, York does <laughs> occasionally accidentally dig up um some like ghouls. So like maybe he sometimes accidentally digs up the the trio and sees what it looks like, and that's very scary. Oh. Um, uh, Wilson Richards, uh, last one that's not in the card game yet. He's a handyman. Uh, I didn't look up his backstory at all, which could have been helpful. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we need to. I think there's a lot of really great um construction Pokemon. Yeah, so like like timber, the timber line, they're like strong guys with weird giant veins all over their body uh, <laughs> that carry around like <laughs> wood or steel that. or concrete. I think the classic one is like Machoke. Like I think in the games you see this like big strong Machoke guy that's just like lifting up uh, yeah. farmhouses or whatnot. Also, I assume Machoke is good at like getting into the sink and like fixing the plumbing, which I assume Wilson can do too. I think in Gen 1, there's a... Is it a Machop or a Machoke that is stamping down the foundation in Vermilion? Yeah. To build a uh, building? Yeah. 
He shows up a lot. I should have looked at this backstory before we recorded this. Eh, it's <laughs> fine. Uh, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, he, he fixes stuff. He's a handyman. Winifred Habamock. Aviatrix. She's a woman without fear. I think that's, oh, I think that's her nickname. That was definitely a trivia question of that Arkham Knights that we did really bad on. Uh, so, and she goes really fast and she does tricks. Um, there's a lot of like fast, like flying Pokemon. I think the fastest one, like in lore and maybe in game, is Ninjask. There's a couple others. What were your suggestions? I think the uh, Pokedex mentions that Pidgeot is known to go Mach 2. So uh, that was pretty fast. I like Flygon. I just think aesthetically, um, it just looks, it's got the goggles on, looks like it's ready to roll and ready to fly. Um, also, I don't think we've used a lot of Dragon type. Yeah, that's true. We had one or two. We were definitely avo- completely avoiding mythicals and legendaries to yeah. you know, make it a little more interesting. Uh, and also prevent me from giving Cobalion to the final Pokemon on the list. Uh, the final the final Eskier on the list. Uh, we also have uh, Unpheasant. At least the male one looks like it's wearing like some type of aviator goggles and it flies real fast. It appears we didn't actually finalize any of these. Uh, so Nick, which one? What's the perfect pick for Winifred? The one Rogue I think- played. I think Ninjask, uh, because uh, you mentioned the um, really fast, but also the tricks. And I pick and picture Ninjask doing a bunch of flips. All right. That's it. That's her pick. It's her partner. Mm-hmm. Last up, we have Zoe, who I actually never have learned how to pronounce her last name. Samaris, I believe. It's Greek, I think. Uh, but she's a chef. You don't know the last name of your own character? It, Come on, man. It's just, just Zoe, you know? You don't, you don't, like, just the names, it's like Rihanna, really, you know? You just, <laughs> you just need the one name to know that if you've done something wicked, uh, Zoe's coming for you, you know? So her, her deal in the game, is, or her story is, she's a chef uh, by day, and by night, um, God talks to her and tells her who the wicked people are, and she goes and uh, takes care of them. So. Yikes. Yeah, you know? Um there's wicked people in the world and who else is going to deal with them so uh my headcanon uh for her is that she only uses like cooking equipment for fighting uh so she needs like some type of knife pokemon or uh sometimes like big sometimes swords work they're like kind of like big knives uh so i had Edge on here which is like basically a ghost sword and it's got like a giant eye in its center doesn't it yeah a little spooky a little cthulhu uh, but, but the other obvious picks uh, were like some food-based Pokemon. Got an apple. This is a little apple dragon. Why is it a dragon? Because it's a worm. It's a pun. Because <laughs> the big form of dragons are called worms. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that's why it's. And I think that's comes that might come from like English lore, which is where Applin is from. I'm making it up. I'm just, somebody can correct me. I'm sure there's like a dragon video on it or something. Uh, Milsery is like a little blob of cream and it evolves into like a cake, uh, a crummy. But the perfect pick here that combines both the cooking aspect and the headcanon of her, uh, and actual canon of Zoe being uh, a righteous fighter is uh, Galorian uh, Farfetched, which is like a little bird Pokemon that uses a leak as a sword. Uh, and the previous joke for it, like the regular version was, is like, oh, this is a bird that's like bringing its side dish around with it. Uh, when you cook it, right? But in Galar, it has a leak, and it evolves into Surfetched, which is like a knight Pokemon with a giant leak for a sword. So, perfect companion for Slaying the Wicked for Zoe. Okay, now are we ready to take all of the picks and make a poker wrap? Oh, no. um... You, that's actually going to be uploaded as bonus contact provided by you, Gemma, to our Patreon, so we'll, we'll get the money. Uh, Wait a second. That, that's a promise and a swear, and if you don't do it, uh, I think someone will sue you. So, uh, no. who is so, the lawyer? Thanks, get me my junior. <laughs> so I uh, better get out that. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, thanks for joining uh, as probably the new permanent host to the podcast as we delve deeper more into Pokemon, important Pokemon talk topics. Uh, was there anything either you guys wanted to plug before I take us out? Um. So. I swear my voice isn't always this obnoxious. So why don't you guys go check out the Fearsome uh, Morning website? It's Fearsome Morning without the U. It's not morning as in sad. It's morning as in the day. Uh, I'll repeat it again. FearsomeMorning.com. Come check out Assassinly, 
where I play an entrepreneur who is starting up a business uh, in assassinations because it is officially legal to assassinate in New York. Come check it out. Not in real life. This is fiction. Don't, don't start uh, <laughs> murdering people in New York. It's it's fiction. It's fiction. Mm, interesting. It's a fun time. It's a it's a short mini series, right? Or is there another future? There are plans for future seasons. Right now, it's it's a mini series. So right now, we can say it's it's done. But uh, if we ever decide to start writing again, you know, it's a possibility. It's a good fun time. Well, thanks for joining joining me, Nick and Gemma. And uh, folks, tell us what you think. Uh, is there any obvious perfect partners we missed for these investigators? Uh, which one was really the your favorite and which one do you totally disagree with? Uh, tell us in the comments or come chat with us on Discord. Or you can always send us your thoughts to comments at mur.fn. And to stay current with our do- what we are doing, follow us on social networks uh, such as Instagram and Twitch. You can find all those links uh, at social.mur.fm. Uh, and if you really enjoy what we do and want to get more involved, you can become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash University Radio. Uh, or leave us a nice review on your favorite podcast source or uh, YouTube or whatever. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.